Yo, yo, what up, what up? This is Rafael Barlow, the director of scouting for NBA Big Board, and I have another NBA prospect guest on the show. This is my third one in the last week, and the guest for today is Kevin McCullough, who is one of the best defensive wings in this draft class. A little bit under the radar. We'll get into his story. Stay tuned. All right, before I get into the interview, I wanted to thank each and every person that has made the NBA Big Board podcast your first listen of the day. You've made this podcast a success. I'm looking at the numbers. They're doing well. So once again, shout out to each and every person that has made the transition from Chad Ford to myself and Richard Stamen and the Draft Dummies and, and, and Leaf Tuling. So thank you so much. All right, Kevin McCullough Jr., Texas Tech. He's actually entered the transfer portal while preparing for the NBA draft, but I'll save that for the interview. Check it out. Yo, yo, what up? This is Rafael, the director of scouting for NBA Big Board. I got another special guest for you. And in my opinion, this is the best on-ball defender in this draft class. But a lot of you may not know, kind of slid under the radar, even though he was at a school that went deep in the, in the tournament. Kevin, what's up, man? How are what's you? What's good with it, dog? Chilling, man. All right, let's let's talk about your defense, right? That's that's in my opinion, that's going to be like your 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 calling card, the skill set that you can hang your hat on. Defense is something that it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. When did you know that you were a great defender? Uh, I'd say just growing up. Uh, you know, my dad was a coach for me at a young age, and he kind of emphasized you got to play on both ends of the floor. Uh, so every time I go out there, now I just try to go out the best player, and I just take it, you know, kind of uh, as a competitive challenge to kind of showcase that I'm gonna lock you down. So you were a finalist for one of the top defensive players in the country. What, what did that mean to you that your, that your defense was noticed? A lot of times, even in the NBA, when people think of a great defender or when they're on a list for awards, it's usually a big. Mm-hmm. Well, how does it feel as a wing that you got that recognition? Uh, it felt good. Uh, it was a lot of bigs on there. Um, and there was only a couple like wing guys and, and perimeter guys on there. So, you know, it, it's definitely, uh, it was great to see. I wanted to win it, but you know, you know, the big guys, they be, they be uh, controlling the pain, but it was good. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good, man. Uh, people are, you know, realizing that, you know, I'm taking a challenge every night and, uh, you know, I, I take a, you know, great response and going out there and guarding the best guy every night. So you're known for your defense. Texas Tech was known for being a, a very strong defensive team. But I feel like you got a little bit more offense than what people know about. So you, you had a lot of responsibilities as a ball handler. Is that your natural position? Uh, yeah, I play, um, you know, one through the three. Just a hooper. Uh, yeah, and I can guard one through the four. So, uh, yeah, I'm just a hooper. Um, I'm, I'm very versatile in my game, play on the ball, off the ball, and, uh, you know, knock down shots when I'm open. Yeah, so, like, when people look at the, the raw numbers, they'll see, like, the three-point percentage isn't great. But it was like 42% on catch and shoots. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel like that part of your game is being undervalued, or are people just not taking the time to do the research and see that you may not have been in the best position to showcase? your full arsenal on offense. Oh, uh, yeah. If you turn on the game film, I mean, if you really sit there and watch, uh, you know, first thing, I just make winning plays, I feel like, and, uh, you know, impact winning nonstop and, and shooting. I can shoot the ball, um, you know, better than better than what my numbers show. But, uh, yeah, catch and shoot, shooting is, is very comfortable with me, um, corner threes, any, anything like that. So, you know, playing on the wing and, and catching and shooting at the next level, I feel like, would be really big for me. 
Yeah, because I, I think that's more so suited for your your role mm-hmm. in, in the NBA. I think you'll be doing more, you'll be put in more situations in catch and shoot than creating a bunch of off the dribble. Although you can create, create off the dribble. I mean, I don't want to bash your school or anything like that, but when I watch Texas Tech, it's not the most creative offensive system. And I, I feel like you, you made the most of it, but you have the defense that's going to get you in. And then I think once you're in, you'll be able to showcase everything that, that you have. So how did you end up at, at Texas Tech in, in the first place? Uh, yeah, coming out of high school, um, I had, you know, offers from, you know, a lot of places and stuff. Uh, Coach Beard, Chris Beard was actually there. He's at UT now. Uh, he recruited me and my assistant, uh, the assistant coach that was Mark Adams, which is my head coach uh, now at Texas Tech. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I ended up going out of there. And my family, my dad, he played at Texas Tech and stuff. So I went to Texas Tech coming out of high school. And it's been a good three years, though, uh, you know, to showcase and, you know, just showcase my ability of being a versatile player all around. So you're, you're from San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I live in Dallas. And, you know, of course, Texas is now turning into, like, this basketball state. Dallas yeah. had five and downs all around. I'm not from Dallas, so... People at home don't think I'm repping Dallas. I'm, I'm still from Nebraska. But San Antonio, it's like you don't hear about San Antonio and the basketball scene. You hear about the Spurs, but, like, does San Antonio have, like, is it just like a, an underground basketball talent factory that's going on? Because, I mean, there's a few guys, like uh, Torian Prince is from San Antonio, Jordan Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like there's a lot of players of San Antonio that are under the radar? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, San Antonio, everybody look at, like, the Dallas and Houston and stuff. And, of course, you know, they got good people, you know, great players that came out of there. But San Antonio got some hoopers for sure. You know, it's a couple of us that make it out each year, and, and we all trying to, you know, put the city on the map. So, so yeah, hopefully um, you you can – Add your name to that list of NBA players from San Antonio. So let's talk about this draft process. How, how has the process been for you? Uh, it's been good. Uh, going with AMR agency and stuff. Uh, being out with Aaron Riley and stuff. Uh, shout out to Aaron. Yeah, shout out Aaron, man. Uh, it's been good, though, man. Just been out here grinding. Um, you know, doing three a days, four a days, sometimes five a days uh, workouts, just different things. And, uh, you know, trainer Alan Watson, you know, he's getting me right and stuff. And out here training with a great player, uh, Jake LaRavia, too. And that's in the draft right now. But it's been good, man, just, you know, picking up little things along the way, just adding to my game and just building repetition and, and building confidence in my game. So what's the main focus for for your pre-draft workouts? Uh, really just just everything, uh, touching, you know, ball handling, shooting, of course, on the defensive end, working on that. You know, I'm just picking up on little things. Watching the NBA playoffs right now, I like to just look out there and watch other guys and kind of pick, you know, little little things up as I go. And I really just staying locked in and eating right and just doing all the little things to, you know, help me reach my goal. So you're in like this kind of awkward predicament in a sense because you're preparing for the draft, but it's now out that you're in the transfer portal. How are you managing trying to figure out what's what's next for you? Uh, really just taking it day by day and uh, praying and talking with my family. Um, you know, I still got some workouts with some teams coming up, uh, combine and stuff's coming up as well. And, um, you know, just getting feedback and different things like that. But my main priority is, is chasing my dreams of, you know, being an NBA player. Um, if that doesn't work out, then obviously, you know, more focus moves on to, you know, finding my next home in college, you know, whether that's at Texas Tech or somewhere else uh, out there. So, yeah, man, I've spent the day watching you work out and I feel like you probably don't even have enough time to think about it. Because, yeah. You know, you're working out three, like you said, four or five times a day from pool workouts to weights to shooting, going back in the gym at night shooting. So I guess that kind of makes it 
uh, a little bit easier. You know, they say you have too much time, then you can start thinking. All right, before I get into another round of questions, I wanted to talk to you about Truebill. And actually, it's a question. Do you know why these free trials renew without your consent? And the answer is, it's a scam to get money out of you. So do not let the greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you do not need, want, or simply forgot about. I know I am guilty of that. On the average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. And that's because these companies make these subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your account and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped them save over $100 million. Can you believe that? $100 million. Here's a quote from a guy named Matthew. He says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my direct TV bill. I saved $120 a year on my Sirius XM bill. Saved $840 a year on car insurance. So do not fall for the subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA, and it can save you thousands of dollars a year. And if you're like me, you need every single penny. All right, summer is coming. And with summer around the corner, you're going to need some food on the go. And Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you for family vacations or whether you're going to the park, going to hoop, whatever. Throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks, and make sure everyone has a bar so you are fueled for your summer adventures. And the best part about Built Bars is that they are healthy and delicious. There's no more sacrificing delicious food for health. With a Built Bar, you can have both. It is easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order now. All the Built Bars and the Puffs are covered with 100% real chocolate. So that means with a Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy it because it tastes good. And if you haven't tried the Puffs, I'm suggesting you give them a try. People are going crazy over the Puffs. They have some incredible flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. Now, who does not want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? Here's the good part. They're only 140 calories. And that, if that's not enough for you, then you might want to try the mixed box. The mixed box comes with 12 flavors of bars and puffs. So Built Bar makes sure that there is something for everyone. And you know what my favorite flavor is? It's the white chocolate cookies and cream. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Now, if you compare that to a candy bar, which usually has about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. There's no comparison. So go to Built.com, get all of your favorites, whether it's banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, so many more. They're delicious. They're new flavors that are coming out all the time. So check them out at Built.com. Again, go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKS15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKS15, and you'll get 15% off at Built.com. Thank you again for making the NBA Big Board Podcast your first listen of the day. Now, I suggest you check out the Locked On Now podcast. It has nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It is free, and it is available wherever you get your podcasts. As far as, like, the shooting, right? Mm -hmm. So, again, we we talked about 
the, the catch and shoot numbers are good, but overall the raw numbers, people are going to look at those and say, oh, well, you know what? He needs to work on his shot. How many shots do you feel like you're getting up every day? <sighs> Considering you're working out at the minimum twice a day doing, doing shooting. And, and like, from what I saw, you're not just shooting set shots. I mean, you're working on creating off the dribble. You're shooting yeah. fadeaway, step backs. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're, nah, you're we're working on the whole working game. Working on the whole lot. Um, I'll say, um, for sure, it's over about, it's over 600 shots a day for sure. I feel like uh, six, 700 shots a day just working on craft. And I feel like, you know, really with shooting, it's mostly about confidence. Yep. And, um, you know, uh, just building your confidence and, and confidence in your work, you know, just believing in yourself. So I feel like that's a big part of it. And I can't wait to get in front of teams and, and showcase that i mean i i agree 100 because just watching you shoot like if i didn't know anything a, a, about you coming into the workout i leave saying like this this guy can shoot right and so when you get that opportunity to show teams that that you can't shoot considering that i mean this is probably like a tough question considering that with everything that's going on in college basketball now mm -hmm. you have this nil i think is a game changer right and so is there a certain guarantee you need to keep your name in the draft like i, I feel like you're in a very very unique situation that is kind of like i mean i guess specific to this year like in years mm -hmm. past guys didn't have this many options is, is there a certain thing that you need to hear that makes you keep your name in the draft uh, you know, just hearing feedback that I'm, you know, for sure, you know, going to be picked up by a team and given a chance and opportunity and not only just get picked up, but have a chance to, you know, improve in a system and, you know, have a, a long career in the NBA. It's not just about getting in, but getting in the right fit. And that's why I'm working with uh, AMR agency and stuff. You know, they do a lot of research and do all the stuff behind the scenes to, you know, help with that. And, uh, you know, yeah, the NIL, you know, it's a game changer and yeah. stuff like that. Nowadays, people are going this and there um for those reasons um but you know i'm focused just on the nba stuff right now but you know if i get the feedback that i wasn't looking for then of course then i gotta go back to college and, and see where that, that route takes me yeah and i mean for your sake i hope that that you that you get drafted just because that's that's everyone's goal and um i feel like once you get out there in front of nba teams and they get a chance to to know you and see you work out then it's going to it's going to help you out so here, here's a crazy question for you so I, I i try to think of myself i try to add, answer or ask questions from various perspectives right mm -hmm. so let's say i'm an agent right okay and i see your name on the list for a workout mm -hmm. why would why would i send my guy to work out with you i'm, I'm gonna run from you yeah. you're taking money out <laughs> of my guy's pocket do you feel like you're gonna run into that uh, I feel like it might happen. Uh, if I'm sending a guy to, to go against me, I know that I'm going against one of the best defenders in, in exactly. college basketball. So, uh, you know, that's just uh, the mindset that I have. And I, I feel like my, my work has proven that. And, um, you know, if you're an agent like that, yeah, it might happen, though. I don't know if you want to send them, but if you do, then it's going to be, a, you know, competition. And that's all it is. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, because I'm thinking like, all right, does that help you or hurt you? Because if I got a guy that he is – consistently on mocks as a top 30, 40 player, right? Mm -hmm. And his calling card is his offense. And I'm not going to send him to work out with you because there's no help defense. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be just you and him. Yeah, you're on that island. On, yeah. on that island, right? <laughs> yeah, island. And so if he's supposed to be this creative offensive player and he can't score, then 
you know, he just lost money. So mm -hmm. do you think by you being such a good defender and not being like so highly touted, do you think that will work against you in a sense? Well, I feel like, you know, some people might do that, but I feel like also some people might want to get in there and be able to go against me. If they can score on me, I feel like they're scoring on somebody that, you know, really takes that end of the, the basketball game seriously. And, uh, you know, defense, that's what it's about, playing both ends of the floor and being versatile. You look at guys like Paul George and, and Kawhi and stuff like that, how they affect both ends of the game. Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, it's making winning plays. Guys like Marcus Smart right now, uh, they, they doing it big. So Bridges. Yeah, Bridges, yeah, yeah. Michael Bridges. You just look at the guys like that, and that's kind of who I model myself after. Yeah, I mean, every team needs a guy like you. Every team needs a guy that can switch and defend one through three, one through four, a guy that's just going to, to be physical, that has length. So I definitely feel like there is a role a role for you. And But I'm just thinking, like, dang, if I'm an agent, if I'm a team, of course, I want to see – you work out against this guy that's supposed to be a great offensive player, but agents have so much power now. Yeah. Everybody's trying to protect their, their their players' draft stock. So I think it's going to be very interesting for you because I, I imagine that guys are going to be ducking you, which is like a compliment to, to, your, to your defense. Yes, sir. All right. Oh, I, I got a good question that I want to ask next, but I want to talk to you about Shady Rays. And Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses, but for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed and durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, this is something very important. Something that you won't find anywhere else is Shady Rays Insane Protection Program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They'll send you a brand new pair if you lose them. No matter what happens, so give them a try. And if you don't love them, you'll pay absolutely nothing. It is it is as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. And exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com. And if you use the code LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, the code is LOCKEDON for their best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Ray sunglasses. This is backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. Check it out, ShadyRays.com. All right, so now I was an agent in my last question, or played the role of an agent. Now I'm a general manager, a decision maker of an NBA team. Why, why should I draft you? What do you bring to the table that separates you from everybody else. I mean, there's a long list of guys that put their name in, in into the draft, but why, why you? Uh, I feel like at the college level and everywhere I've been, I, I'm a proven winner. Um, you know, I feel like I'm going to compete on both ends of the floor. Uh, like I said earlier, I guard one through the four. On the offensive end, I feel like I can create my own shot, create for others, and, uh, you know, play multiple positions and, and adapt to any system that's out there. And uh, I feel like I'm just a culture guy, and I just want, I'm all about winning, so. And I touched on it a little bit, and uh, are you a point guard? Yeah, I feel like I am uh, in this last season. That's what I played. But, you know, I played one through the three, so it really doesn't matter to me. Uh, you know, being like a secondary ball hunter that can bring it up and, and help facilitate when needed, but also play off the star guys and, and kind of move around and, and be able to knock down open shots also. So I didn't ask the question as a doubting if you were a point guard. Yeah. So I don't want you to feel that way. No, no. But I was just sure. like, I, I, I feel that you can play multiple positions. Mm -hmm. But I was just trying to see, like, which is your 
your your your best position because I can easily see a team using you as a secondary ball handler, mm-hmm. or I can see a team using you as a three and D guy that just kind of stands in the corner, yeah. especially if they do their their research and do the numbers that show that the catch and shoot uh, percentages were good. Mm-hmm. But I was just trying to figure out like which are you most comfortable comfortable playing at because. I think defense is going to be like the skill set to hang your hat on, but I don't want to box you in as just a defender, yeah, yeah, as a guy that only can play defense. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, like, as of right now, I'm a point guard for sure. Uh, I feel like you know, I feel like making the decision and, and getting people where they need to be, being that on court vocal leader, getting guys where they need to be, and stuff like that is a big, big thing with me and taking care of the ball. You know, just putting, putting passes where guys need to be and kind of knowing my team and stuff like that so I kind of you know take all that into so I definitely say I'm a point guard but like you said I'm kind of just positionless kind of do it all so so on the defensive end of the floor who who do you feel like you play like on defense was there a guy that you pattern yourself after um, I say like in the league right now, uh, like defense wise, I watch a lot of like Mikael Bridges and stuff. And my favorite player personally is Paul George. Why is he uh, so? Un- I feel like Paul George is at the point where he's just not getting the respect that he deserves. He's a great shooter yeah. on volume, on tough shots, but. Yeah. I don't know. I just think he's a guy that the media has just kind of decided to pick on. But yeah, they always be on him about different things. But when they when he up, they on him. But when he down, they for sure try to get on him. But nah, he he all time great to me. So yeah, definitely. So it, it's almost like PG. And I mean, this would be a great scenario for you. PG kind of made a name for himself early in his career as a defender, mm-hmm. and then slowly he became like this offensive weapon that could handle the ball could shoot shooting on high volume tough threes so do you feel like you have a little bit of Paul George you on the offensive end too for sure yeah and that's what I'm working on every day just to keep building and stacking days like how you know get to where he is on the offensive end but I definitely feel like I got that in me so this is a question I I was asking Jake earlier has it hit you that you are close to like it's within grasp of reaching your dream and you're you're going through this pre-draft process. Has it really like hit you? Like, man, I'm actually a couple great workouts away and two months away from being an NBA player. Uh, yeah, you know, I think about it. Uh, I kind of not try to not to like think ahead too much. Uh, just being with my family and stuff, and just praying about all this stuff, and just trying to work hard every day. Um, you know, it's it's like surreal kind of that it's right around the corner, really, um, you know, but I try to just lock in every day and just keep getting my body right and my mental right every day and, uh, you know, just see where it takes me. But uh, I'm definitely ready to be in the NBA. Last question. What does it mean to you to be underrated and under the radar going into these workouts against guys whose names are on most draft boards? Like what? How does that make you feel? Uh, it makes me hungry. Um, you know, I feel like I had a chip on my shoulder my whole life growing up. Uh, like you said earlier, just coming from San Antonio. Yeah. Not a lot of guys, you know, get love from down there. And, um, you know, it's really just been, like, in a way, just me and my family kind of, you know, just they helped push me. My dad, you know, growing up, my mom, sister staying on me. Um, you know, I always felt like I got a chip on my shoulder and just always hungry. And that's when I match up and I, I go against other guys that, you know, got the love and respect. Uh, I'm, I'm very competitive and uh, I'm all about winning. So I definitely got a chip on my shoulder always. Well, man, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. One of the best defenders in college basketball. Hopefully, 
one of the best defenders in the NBA in the next five years. Once again, it's Raphael, NBA Big Board, and I'm out. Once again, shout out to Kevin McCullough, Jake Laravia, Aaron and Reg, the guys at AMR Agency for giving me access to their players. And also, I got some footage behind the scenes, workout footage where I interviewed their agent, I interviewed their trainer, I got Kevin and Jake working out. I mean, this is pretty cool for me, at least in my opinion, because I've always wanted to know like what goes on behind the scenes of guys preparing for the draft. And I, I mean, I've been around it a little bit, but now I wanted the audience that may not have this access to see it. So like I said, I went to Tom's River and, and started filming. I spent three days there. So it's coming out on nbabigboard.com. Check it out. I, I, it should be up today. It should be up today on Friday. But it, it just gives you an inside look of how hard the guys are working. Got a little article coming along with it. So again, check it out, nbabigboard.com. Once again, it's Rafael Barlow. Thank you so much for making this NBA Big Board podcast a success. I, I can't thank you guys enough. Now check out the Locked On NBA podcast. And they've been covering the playoffs from the first jump ball. And they will be doing it all the way until the last possession of the NBA Finals. The Locked On experts are taking you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis that are affecting all 30 teams. Once again, it's Rafael Barlow, Director of Scouting NBA Big Board, and I am out.